Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and welcome to Mental Health Monday. If you've seen any of my previous posts, you know it's my goal to deal with topics on a variety of different subjects and to give you a few quick tips and techniques and things that can, you can use that will help you deal with life, with relationships, with COVID-19, and beyond. So please like and share, leave your comments, and let me know what resonates with you. I'd love to hear how you're processing all of this information. I would even encourage you to do a watch party with your family and your friends. You can watch this topic or some of the other ones that we've done, like stress or grief, perfectionism, fear. But today's topic is anger. <sighs> Let me start by saying that anger in itself is not a bad thing. It's the way you handle it that makes it bad. Anger is really just a God-given emotion that's used to express displeasure or signal that something is wrong. Anger is an intense drive or energy, but it moves you towards something. Anger is a willful, meaning you make a choice, a willful response to something that's real or perceived, whether it's an offense or a violation of your rights. Many of you have heard about MAD, Mothers Against Run Driving. You remember that organization. They got mad. They got angry. They were angry at the injustices and decided to do something about it. We always have a choice. In every situation, we can reflect righteousness or vengeance. We can choose to do the right thing, even when others have been doing wrong, or we can choose to punish them and make them pay. Don't push me. You better back up off of me. And there are some people <laughs> that we really do need to back away from and just give them some space to process their emotions. We don't know how close people are to the edge, but it's all over the news, it's all over social media. People are losing it. Things are volatile right now, and you can almost hear it playing, or at least I can hear it playing. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes, makes me wonder how I keep them going under. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. Make me wonder how I keep them going under. I'm telling you, people are going under. People are volatile. People are hostile. People are angry. And it's everywhere. I'm telling you, you know it's true. Now, everybody has an opinion, but some of those opinions come with an attitude. You can't even talk about simple things. You can't talk about politics. You can't talk about religion. You can't talk about sex. You can't talk about gender issues. Oh, you better stop talking about COVID-19. You better stop talking about the end of the world and pestilence and plagues. You can't talk about the news without someone in the conversation feeling some kind of way. Everybody seems like wants to run and rave. They wanna have a personal tirade. We need to learn to think before we speak because people go off, then they wanna apologize. You can't take back what you put in the atmosphere. Can you imagine that? You're trying to grab all, all those crazy words that you put out there. You know, some of you remember that song we sang as a children, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a lie. Words hurt. And sometimes they leave you hemorrhaging. Screaming and yelling and cursing and profanity, name calling, that hurts. Your tone of voice, snide remarks, sarcastic and cynical comments, that hurts. Words can hurt when you're angry. It's anger, it has to be, that will make any parent say to a child, go sit your down, or make a spouse say, 
lead me to alone. When I hear those things being said, I often wonder, do these people realize that they have other word choices? You know, sometimes when people are angry, they forget to use their words. Whether they have a college degree or a third grade education, they have other words. Your vocabulary is more extensive than that. But if you choose to use four-letter words, I got some for you. What about love? That's a four-letter word. Hope, help, heal. If you are someone you know is struggling with anger, I got some more four-letter words for you. Call, talk, because you need to talk because words do hurt. But I tell you, silence also hurts. Be as silent about the fact that you need help can hurt you too. But your silence, it also hurts other people. Being ignored, being dismissed, being given the silent treatment, that hurts. Your facial expressions can even hurt. Falling up your mouth, rolling your eyes, that thing people do with their neck that I never learned how to do, all that can hurt. But let me clarify for a moment, though, because hurt is usually that emotional pain, what you're feeling on the inside. Harm is physical injury. Anger can hurt and harm. So when you deal with anger, some people tend to hold it in. Other people let it out. There are people who just blow up and other people who clam up. Those people who are explosive, those people are like dynamite. They blast off, then they fizzle out and they done. They've said what they had to say, they've done what they need to do, and that's just that. They just telling you how they feel, they just getting it off their chest, they just being real about it. But people who clam up, those people are a slow boil. Uh, imagine if you would a, a pot, and you had a tap on the pot, and underneath that, the water is just boiling, 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 boiling. You can't see what's going on underneath, but it's getting hotter and hotter until it reaches a boiling point. And when it does, the lid flies off. With those people, you know they're hot, you know something's not right, but you don't know what the boiling point is. You don't know how close they are to boiling over. People who clam up usually deal with bitterness, they deal with resentment, they deal with unforgiveness, but people who blow up, those people are usually intimidating. They're destructive, and they say things that they usually later regret. You know, I, I use the word anger, but I gotta tell you that some people, they will never refer to themselves as angry people especially good Christians, because good Christians don't get angry, even though Jesus was angry and he sinned not. They use other words to describe that emotion. And those words could range on a continuum, but they all fall in the same family. And that's the angry words. So I want to read you a list of words that people use. And it's from a workbook that I wrote called Understanding and Managing Anger. And you can get this workbook on my website um, at www.drsabrinablack.com. But let me read you this list of words. And this list of words is on page seven. It's called Words That Describe Anger. So people may say things like, they just despise something or they abhor that or that's just being critical or they just fed up or they cranky some people say oh i'm burned up about that i'm just feeling a little touchy that's all or i'm just a little out of sorts that's all i'm just repulsed by that or i'm annoyed or sometimes people say things like i'm just irked or all worked up some people say well i'm just a little pissed off about that a little po'd some people just say i'm just feeling a little testy i'm just a little moody i'm just disgusted by that but it is a whole list of words that people use to describe themselves when they're feeling angry. Because they are never gonna say, 
I'm an angry person or I have anger issues. But if you do, you do. And if you live with somebody that does, you know they do. So whatever word you use to describe it, I want you to be mindful that anger is just one letter away from danger. And it's all types of danger. It can even be physical danger because anger impacts your physical body. Anger can lead to an increase in blood pressure, in heart rate, in hormonal activity, your cholesterol level is impacted by anger, and it makes you vulnerable to viruses, specifically the cold, but who knows the impact that it has on coronavirus. Anger can also cause a decrease in your digestion and your elimination. So if somebody tells you that you're full of it, <laughs> you may be, because that's what happens when you're constipated, you're full of it. So keep in mind that anger is impacting your physical body. Anger can also lead to intestinal cramps, to ulcers, and loss of appetite. Anger can make your nose bleed. It can make you see red, meaning that it cracks the blood vessels in your eyes. Anger can cause you to be dizzy. It causes migraines and tension headaches, inadequate sleep and rest. It can give you ringing in the ears, and it can lead to abuse of drugs and alcohol. So anger is problematic. Anger not only impacts you physically, but emotionally as well. It can cause you to be distracted. It can cause your perceptions to be clouded. It can cause an increase in errors in the work that you're trying to do. But we can be angry and mad about a number of things. Think about it. People get mad at God. You get mad at those in authority. You get mad at political leaders. Angry at your boss, at your spouse, at your parents, at your children. We can be angry about situations in life, about obstacles, about limitations, about injustices. We can even be angry with ourselves. But whoever you're angry with or whatever you're angry about, we need to know how to understand and manage our anger. On part two, I'm gonna talk about some tips and techniques for how to more effectively handle anger that you or others may be dealing with. I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and this is Mental Health Monday. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Please remember to like, and to share with others so they too can be blessed. If you need immediate help, you can find me on Psychology Today or just go to the website, drsabrinablack.com. Again, thanks so much for watching. Look to see you again soon.